maybe we should start with one so you can figure out what the process is. And then if you like the process and you can figure it out, it gets easier the second, third, fourth, fifth time. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high octane boost of full on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. Ron Phillips and Heather Marchant. Good day. Heather is back from some amazing girls camp. <laughs> fresh, like fresh from girls so camp. Fresh. Oh, man. Tired. <laughs> so Heather's tired, and she texts me. I was on the boat. And she texts me, we need to record a podcast. I'm like, (laughs) you got Heather fresh from girls camp. You got Ron literally fresh off the boat. Mm -hmm. And both of us sweaty, a little bit tired today for anybody who is watching this. My eyes are just have big bags underneath them. I found out that teenage girls, I mean, my daughter's not this way and she was up there, but teenage girls like to stay up late and mostly talk about boys and most embarrassing moments is what I discovered. And I finally had to say, it's late, guys. And the girls said, do you hear that tone? And then they all went to bed. <laughs> I'm so tired. Oh, the teenager is gone out of Heather, yes. everybody. Yes. Yeah, me too. I don't have a tone with anybody anymore. I'm just like, hey, I'm out. Y'all do whatever you're going to do, but Ron is going to bed. Oh, that's really funny, Ron, because I shared a cabin with 20 people in one room. So. Yeah, I'd have kicked them out. <laughs> Go outside. It's 45 degrees out there. Then that'll be a short conversation. (laughs) But it was really fun. I learned a lot about the importance of having a good influence on teenagers. They're 12 to 17 or up there. And man, they're looking for some good guidance and some mentors. And that was really cool and powerful. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you got to have good influence in in our lives as we are adults, seniors, doesn't matter. Always got to have them in our lives. So choose wisely. I think I said this before, Heather, On the, I'll reiterate that most people have heard that you are composition of the five closest people you hang out with, but not just them because they are being influenced by five as well. So choose your friends wisely and encourage them. Key in on the friends they have yeah. too, I guess. Friends of the friends are also important. Exactly. That's good. Super good. I think one thing that struck me for those that listened to the podcast with um, Murphy. So recorded a podcast with one of our clients named Hope and her husband reached out to me and I just loved it. He talked about the confidence that he's seen in his wife. Hope talked about that on the podcast. So it's not necessarily new, but from the outside, having her husband watch the influence that investing in real estate has made on her level of confidence from a spouse perspective was really cool. And he was super excited that she was on the podcast and how that pushed her outside of her comfort zone. And I was like, man, I told him that our company, is it our motto? Is that what it's called, Ron? Our purpose. Purpose. Thank you. Our purpose is through service, we build people. And I told him that I said, man, it's so much bigger than just selling rental properties for us building individuals. We help build investors. We build people on our team. We build people that we work with throughout the transaction because there's dozens of those that are impacted on every transaction. And it's a focus we have as a team, building people. And I think one thing I wanted to talk about today is how our wealth plan builds people. So Mm -hmm. I think it's a, a good opportunity to discuss that because I don't think we've ever really delved into just a wealth plan. At least if we have, it's been a long time. 
Yeah. And I think it's really cool to be able to show it because it's an impressive thing to see. And so I think we've shied away from it on the show just because we can't really show it (laughs) on the podcast, but we can describe what it does. And it was a really good idea you had Heather get on and describe it because it's so powerful Mm -hmm. when you can actually see what your assets can do, not even really that long, but a certain period of time, whatever period of time you want. I don't know that I've said this on the show, but I'm writing a book called You're Wealthier Than You Think. And this kind of keys into the same thing. It's expanding people's thought pattern enough to know, okay, I have a certain amount of assets. Now, what can I do with those that's going to maximize those assets so that they can grow wealth and so that I can be comfortable, but also so that I can leave a legacy, part of a legacy because financial is only part. And I think it all stems around the wealth plan, all of it. Yes, I agree. I think that when people initially reach out to us, they come to us from an angle of, I've heard real estate's really great. I have friends that have bought real estate. I had my parents owned real estate, seen the influence of real estate in someone else's life. And I'm interested to do it myself. And when they initially talk to us and we're looking at, well, what is a wealth plan? And let's build this wealth plan out for you. It's so cool because we're able to really build out a framework and help kind of bring it into one concise place of, okay, you have $100,000 to work with today. And maybe you're in your 30s, right? And you want to retire by the time you're 50. And a lot of people say to me, well, I don't necessarily want to retire, but I want to be able to retire if I want to. Mm -hmm. And so that's an answer I'm hearing a lot more than I used to, I feel like. Just having flexibility and being able to choose what they actually want to do. So somebody told me, I think I heard it in a presentation, I don't know who to attribute this to, but they said, it's no longer retirement, it's rewirement. And oh, I like that. that's kind of how I feel about it. I don't know that I want to retire necessarily, but I also don't want to work like an animal either. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do what I want to do with whom I want to do it. And as often or not often as I would like to do it. Yes. But sometimes podcasts can get away in my boating and I don't like that necessarily. But you can see where you guys all rate and where Heather rates because Heather said we need a podcast and here I am. <laughs> well, I think it's super powerful that rewirement because maybe the rewirement is I'm cutting back at work. Maybe it's my spouse is quitting their job. Maybe it's I'm going to be able to have like flexibility to volunteer. I've had a lot of people say that. Like I want to be able to yeah. give back more and work prevents that. Or do some other kind of work that you were scared to do because you didn't want to make the leap. But now you can because you have the flexibility to be able to do it. Yes. Or open your own business or the list goes on. Yes. But I often have to mention those ideas to people, Ron, because I feel like our brains are just so focused and have been probably focused our whole lives on, well, you work and then you retire and you sit on your front porch in the rocking chair. That's what retirement is. You rock until you die. <laughs> till you die. Listen, I think as part of the, you know, there's the medical piece to this, but I think people are living longer lives because there's a lot more to live their lives for and the medical stuff, right? But I think it's pretty proven if you don't have anything to live for, you don't live as long as people who do, who are driven to do something. So whatever that something is, that's all personal, but I'm not even halfway done yet. So I'm pretty sure they're going to come out with some really cool new technological advances in the medical world over the next 50 years. I'm going to be like two years left and like, nope, now you got 25 more, Ron. 
Like, yes, 25 more. We do live in a cool time in the world's history, for sure. One other thing that I hear often from people is having a legacy, being able to help their kids get on a good path financially, especially, but also having time to spend time with their families and be with their children, grandchildren. I mean, just that. So that's really an important part of the wealth plan that people don't expect, I think, when they talk to us. They think we're going to talk dollars and cents and build a wealth plan. Which we will. Yes, we will. However, I would say a good 20% is understanding why you're doing this. Like, what is the purpose of this and helping people really get to the core of why they're doing it? And it's so important, Heather, because that informs where, what, for how long, plan on repositioning. All of that stuff is determined based on why we're doing this. Exactly. What's the end goal here? Yeah. And so that stuff is all really important. I think people who don't understand that sometimes they can get a little impatient. They want to get down to the numbers and they want to see what's going on. But the numbers are only a part of the story. And it's funny because in my book, I think the first three chapters of the book didn't even start talking about returns yet, right? It's because it's the same thing. It's the most important piece. If you can get all this stuff right, the actual dollars and cents of the wealth plan piece, it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. It's not that complicated, guys. Exactly. Yeah, that takes probably the shortest amount of time is really just delve into the numbers. Because we talk about like, what are your fears? What do you expect? And those kind of questions. One thing I really love is when I have a couple, like two like spouses that can come into this and they've usually not even talked about this. Like I would say 95% of the time, these are new questions that they haven't asked each other or asked of themselves. And so those questions for me in building out a wealth plan are probably some of the most important questions. Why are you doing this? What are your worries and concerns? And what do you expect from me in helping you with through mm-hmm. this process? Because that actually, those few questions help me to know what type of property is a good fit. And if real estate is a good fit at all. Yes. Because this is not for everybody. As much yeah. as we preach that this is the best thing since sliced bread, It is not for everybody. In no way, shape, or form is it the best thing for everybody. I agree. Those questions can help me say, okay, this is the great property for you because it's new construction. You're going to have less turbulence because they bring up, oh man, I am really scared of Mm -hmm. having problems, losing money, those kind of things. Then I say, okay, if that's a big fear for you, then let's go down this path. If they're wanting higher rates of return, I'm like, okay. Yeah. New construction is not going to be your huckleberry. And let's start with one. Let's not go go crazy. Yes. Once we actually show somebody visually what they can do with their money, people tend to get really excited. But so they can forget about the front part where they said, yeah, I'm concerned about this and this and this and this. But we don't forget that stuff. So when you tell us you want to start with eight properties, we go, well, maybe you do. Yeah. But maybe since you're scared and concerned, you, that might shove you behind the toilet and fetal position for at least half of the time we're under contract. Maybe we should start with one so you can figure out what the process is. And then if you like the process and you can figure it out, it gets easier the second, third, fourth, fifth time and on and on and on. True. But the first time, it really is scary. Yeah. It really is scary. No, I agree. And I think that customized part of the wealth plan comes from that conversation that's unexpected is where we're able to really dive into why we're doing this and be able to make recommendations. So we also spend a good amount of time in the wealth plan talking about how we work and who we are. 
So we don't have to have this be a mystery or a secret. So we can go over it. So that we have an internal project management team that we help people purchase rental property. And then we walk them through the transaction itself and the paperwork. We have internal customer service. So once they close on the property, we don't go away. However, their property manager is their first point of contact. That is something I always have to go over because it's a little confusing and how we're involved. If we're walking them through the process and we're there after closing, then what does that mean? So I get into that nitty gritty quite a bit because... Help them become self-sufficient. Yes. And we would be a third wheel if they came to us and then we went to the property manager and then went back to them. That would be a waste of time and not effective. So we are involved when clients feel stuck. They need a second opinion or just need assistance beyond what their property manager can provide. So that's when we get involved post-closing. But I actually love that clients who bought 10 years ago could call us today and say they have a problem with their property manager and we could be effective. We could help if they have a problem. So even if we don't even actively sell in that market anymore. We have a lot of long-term relationships, which is super fun, actually. I grow to love the people that we work with on the seller side, property manager side, you know, title company side, all those people we've met face-to-face often, and it's really cool. So, And then our team members that we help clients establish a team to be successful in the local market. So property management companies, title companies... Man, IRA custodians, if you need a 1031 and need help just setting all that up to be to make sure it satisfies the IRS requirements, we have people that can help with that. Our master insurance policy we've talked about on here before. Basically, we find ways to throw our weight around and our bulk buying power so that we can help our clients save money, be successful. And that's really rewarding and really fun because we get those same benefits because we invest in real estate also. So, Yep. It works for everybody that way. Yes. Yes, it does. (laughs) And then after all of this fun, touchy-feely stuff, we get into the nitty-gritty and we start going over something typically really eye-opening, Heather, which is kind of a balance sheet piece of the asset of a personal financial statement where we ask people to remember where all of their assets are. And we start to teach them what the rules are for each one of these, what we call asset buckets, where there are different unique types of assets that they act in a different way with respect to real estate. Yeah. So it's a fun part because when I'm talking to clients, a lot of times they've never done a personal financial statement. Yep. And a lot of times they've forgotten about assets that they have. And once you actually put it all down there, they typically have more assets than they think they did. A lot of the assets that they have, especially if they own real estate at all, are worth more than they thought they were. And it's a pretty eye-opening experience. And also the education piece to understand how each of those buckets interact with real estate, how they can be used with real estate. Yeah. That's often an education portion to really help them understand what happens if I had a good friend and her husband reach out to me after the women's, that win webinar, the women's investor network webinar, and they were surprised by their options. And we've been friends for several years, you know, like, Hey, this, this bucket of money here, that's accessible to you. Let me explain how and why. And you can purchase real estate there. They came out of the call with like four different options of what they could do. And I think they came in thinking, well, we'll save up and be ready you know, later this year type of thing. And I was like, well, let me talk to you about ways you could do it now if you wanted to, right? And so it's really showing options and opportunity. And then at that point, you actually have an educated decision to make, right? Which is cool. It's like, what's possible? 
Now let's dial into where you want to get started. And which bucket are we starting in? A lot of the times, most of the people we sit down with, they have assets in several different locations. And depending on what they told us up front, at this point, we can help you discover where is the best place to start, which set of assets should we start with. And that's also a pretty interesting process to watch people go through. Which one of these is actually producing a return? Yeah. And they usually don't know. Yeah. They haven't looked at them for a long time. Like, let's dig in and find out. Because if your stock portfolio is really producing well, or if this pool over here is producing, but this one over here sucks, well, let's use the sucky money. Why would you use the stuff that's making... Just because it's easiest doesn't mean it's the best. Yes. Right? Yes, exactly. And I think that's worth the minute. No, I just to say that I think that's worth the time to delve into all of that. And it's not like none of us are financial planners. We're not financial advisors, but we're smart enough to be able to tell people, hey, look, this is what you have. You can tell me what it's doing. And then you guys can look at it at that point. Basically, all we're doing is saying, hey, let's pull back the curtain and let's let you guys take a look at this. And then you tell us where you want to start based on having some information, actually, some data behind what we're talking about. So think it through because a lot of times I think without doing a wealth plan, people would come in and they were like, yeah, let's just buy it with cash I got sitting over here. Well, without thinking about the fact that they have an IRA sitting over there that's not doing anything, cash sitting in it, various other places that they have money. And I just met with somebody, I don't know, about a month ago and they had four properties worth like $1.5 million and all they really wanted in life is to be able to make $120,000 a year. And those four properties should have been made more than that. Yeah. And they weren't. And once I showed her, hey, look, this is what should be happening. And here's the reason why it's not happening because it's not that properties are bad properties. They're just overpriced for what the rent you're getting on them is. And so you're not cash flowing very well. And if your goal is cash flow, then we can trade this stuff out and get you the cash flow you need right now. Like within 60 to 90 days, you'll have 120 coming in. Yes. And I think her head exploded. I was like, I know. (laughs) Without this wealth plan, we wouldn't even know. She would have been on a slow track, I don't know, another 10 or 15 years trying to buy property a year. When she bought those really, really well, it's just now they're not producing very well because the prices have gone up so much. So you can capitalize on a lot of that market. Yeah, I agree. So we jump through different scenarios. We can do multiple plans if needed too, with different options. Like let's pick two properties and let's pick five properties, that kind of thing, show the different ways you can accelerate, I guess, the speed (laughs) of money with doing things like that. And then we actually have the opportunity to print and share. It's like eight pages walking through the whole process and how this all works. Like you said, Ron, like trading out property. It's a 1031 exchange. I call it a Mm -hmm. reposition often too, repositioning the equity that you have, moving it from one property to another. It's not as complicated as I think a lot of people think it is too. So just the power of time. It is complicated unless you're working with people who are used to doing it. True. And because if you try to do it on your own, that's what most people say, well, I've done this in the past. It's really, really complicated. And the reason that it is super complicated is because they're using realtors who don't have any kind of control over the real estate. And so if something blows up, they can blow up a portion of their 1031 exchange. And because you have to identify the properties and then if if the seller freaks out, you know, doesn't close, then you're screwed. And I mean, all these different things that can happen with the 1031 exchange, it makes it really complicated. And then just looking for good deals. If that's not what you do for a living and you already have a day job that's 40 to 60 hours a week, you don't have a whole lot of time for that. So it does get really complicated and there's a lot of stress. We make it a lot easier because we do have control 
somewhat over the properties. And we have all of the expertise and the people on the team that you need to make it about as seamless as you can make it for a 1031. It's still a big deal, but we make it manageable. That's right. I mean, within our software that we built, we actually have a red flag that shows up on the order showing an order for property, like a file that shows this is a 1031 exchange so that everyone on the team can say, oh, we got to make this happen. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. (laughs) Like This has to move through. And then the other thing why I say it's usually not really that stressful is that we are typically identifying properties as replacement during the closing process on the property that's being sold. And so that 45-day window to identify property, the goal is to close property so that it removes a lot of that stress. So if we have the luxury of knowing our timeline, it makes a massive difference to make it just feel like any other transaction. You know, let us help from the beginning if it's a lot easier. Yes, that's right. That's really the power of the wealth plan. It's taking advantage of leverage, which we've talked about on this show multiple times, but it's leveraging the time, talents, abilities of a large team that's already structured, set up and ready to go for exactly what you're trying to accomplish. That's something that I think a lot of people overlook is how can I use leverage in my life to allow me to do what I want to do, but still get all this other stuff done. And this is one of those things. You can spend an hour on the phone with us and you can have a really clear path. And then, oh, by the way, we have a team who can help you execute that path with literally everybody you could possibly need from attorneys, CPAs, 1031 accommodators, self-directed IRA companies, you name it, whoever you need, we know them and we use the very best. So yeah, we've had clients that come to us and they want to sell property in a market that we don't have relationships in. And all it takes is reaching out in our network, right? And finding good people, good agents to work with, to help clients sell, things like that, that we will go the extra mile to try to figure that out. Because we know that when our clients are working with good people, they can execute their plan better versus looking someone up on Google. So... We're all about that. For sure. So, I mean, if you've never had a wealth plan and you would like one, just reach out. We're happy to set one up for one of our investment property specialists. And you now you know what it's like. So you don't have to be concerned or scared about it. Freak out. It's all about you, really. It's not, not really about us. It's all about you. And from the beginning, I think you'll feel that way because we're going to be asking questions that are specific to you and to your goals, to your needs, and to where you're starting because not everybody's starting in the same place. But everybody can do this. That's the cool thing. Everybody can do this. Not everybody should, but everybody can. That's right. Awesome. I love it. And don't worry. We'll let you know if you shouldn't. (laughs) Don't worry. We'll let you know. It's like, yeah, I don't think this is for you. (laughs) I don't think so. We do that occasionally. Those are the calls I don't like because I I like to be able to help everybody. But I do, I have given that feedback before. Like, I don't think you're going to love this. I think it's going to be draining on you. Maybe you just go get a financial advisor and let them just handle it because this is not going to go well. Yeah, it's a very small amount of people, but it does happen. So. Yep. Awesome. Well, I think that's a great summary. You can reach out on rpcinvest.com forward slash wealth plan and fill out a form there and we'll reach out to you to schedule. You're welcome to email invest at rpcinvest.com and we're happy to get this scheduled for you. Yeah. And until next week, get out there and make something happen. I'm going to get back on the boat. See you guys. (laughs) Thank you. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.